0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my channel. My name is Lena Saleh, the EdTech Guru, where we explore all things EdTech and education related. All right, let's do this. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to be discussing why parents are an essential factor within the educational landscape and conversations. More and more schools have headed back into the classroom either online or in a hybrid type of model, we've seen a lot of feedback from parents. A lot of the feedback includes that the day-to-day is an eight-hour day, they've never really been included in what they are learning, and a lot of the parents have been left with frustration, tears, kids crying, and not a lot of engagement. What we can see from this is I recently read the book Prepared by Diane Taffner. And in the book, she has a discussion, pretty much what my idealistic life would be like in a classroom if I had opened my own school. She talks about how the ups and downs and how we're not really preparing our kids for the future. And I think that if we can take anything away from COVID-19, if we just take an example at looking at retail, retail has been set forward in a pathway five years faster than it would have been if COVID-19 hadn't have happened. As a result of that, we also see that parents for the first time ever became stakeholders, true stakeholders. We're not talking about the charter school parents or the private school parents, or we're talking about the general overall landscape of parents for the first time really got a window into what kids are learning. And you know, and I know just as well, that what kids are learning are really not future ready skills. The, way that kids learn is so old school and that we've just decided to take the tools of these lms systems and these online systems and take exactly traditionally how they're learning in the classroom and just plop it online this doesn't work for a lot of reasons a lot of reasons are that the parents don't understand these certain models and they don't honestly they don't have to they should be there for an inquiry based position they don't really need to be The knower of knowledge when we live in a world with Google and really all of the knowledge base at your fingertips, it's really about empowering parents to be able to help and assist their students, but also to know that if they get it wrong, the teachers have the skill sets they need to help them and we shouldn't make it feel so high stakes that the parents are feeling like they have to do that in order to support their students. Why we need to include parents in our decision-making process is because they're speaking up. They're one of our largest focus groups about how online learning and how education is going in general. We can see that generally parents are really rethinking public schools. They're enrolling their kids in online schools and charter schools really at a very fast rate. And if we continue to keep on this model as public schools, not making a transition for what's to come for the future, we're going to see that Parents are going to feel more empowered now than ever before to make a decision to not enroll their kids in public schools. This is a danger for public schools and the public school system because, with that, leaves the funding that you get in your school. So, you want parents to continue in your school so you can continue. Funding your schools and that funds the teachers and the positions that are there. When polled, only 11% of parents said that they were supportive of their students and communicated more regularly with teachers. That's only 11% of them. So parents are speaking, but we're not listening. They're speaking up right now. And our biggest focus group we do focus groups for anything for a new product that we're launching, a new clothing line you can see that it's happening all around why are we not doing it in education we should be polling and taking more feedback from our parents and in this book prepared by Diane Taffner, she states about how she really started to listen to what parents were saying. There's always going to be fears in the parents and they're going to have trouble understanding when you shift to a new PBL style model. There's always going to be pushback because there's growing pains. Nobody ever gets it right on the first attempt. We can see that clearly with the way that we had to quickly transition to online remote learning and how we can continue to see that pathway continuing as we move into more of the back to school, remote model, hybrid models, just different variants that we're seeing all across the country. Like I mentioned in several other videos, there's lots of schools that are going fully online and some that are going fully hybrid and some that are just everywhere is in between. And there, everybody is always on edge about what the next decision is going to be. Why are we not revamping this time to think about how we can actually tie in our parents more into our feedback? We see them at school board meetings, but overall the lack of participation between parents and the school is pretty minimal. We've done a really good job of shutting that door. It's hard sometimes to take parent feedback. It really is, but it's also hard to take feedback from your peers. We need to be listening to the needs of the parents. and. I'm not talking about something like a kid has an allergy and there shouldn't be peanuts in the classroom. I'm not talking about that type of a thing. I'm talking about the actual real learning that's taking place. As parents transition to more of these tech roles out of the manufacturing type of jobs to our next technology revolution, right? We have the industrial revolution. Now we're in a new revolution of technology. It's important to be tying them in because they can give you feedback about whether it's working or not. They see their kids when they get home and they wanna be able to have some accurate learning metrics. Anymore, if you think about a report card, A, B, C, D, F, what value does it hold? I can tell you that there's been many of times, and I can tell you this with any teacher is guilty of this. You've had principals or admin that have told you, just give them an A, just get them through. Okay, what does an A equate to? Does it say that I did a really good job or does it say that I had a really good effort? It's just so subjective and has a lack of objectivity in it that it's really hard to tell, but parents see an A, B, C, D, F because that's what they're accustomed to, but doesn't represent anything. I don't go tomorrow, to my principal or to my boss, and say, Hey, I got an A on this. Now it's time for my raise. It's not how it works. We work based on productivity and proficiency. So, why are we not seeing that? And a mastery of your skill set, right? Every time you start a new job, you have some sort of skills that you have to learn. And as you master that skill set and get really good at that job or that position, then you have this inclination where you can increase in bonuses and different things like that and as teachers they become tenured and there's just different things that you start to see but we don't currently have that type of model in our school sites we need to really encourage our parents to be bigger stakeholders in our education and if we don't we're gonna find public school is in danger it's in danger of losing funding and it's in danger of just transitioning into the 21st century now is the best time to include your parents as stakeholders to have greater engagement in your schools the more parents support you the more the students are supported it just has a trickle effect all the way through the system so we need to be lifting our parents up and opening the doors for parents to come on in and feel comfortable enough to voice their concerns And I am not talking about naggy, naggy, naggy parents that are not understanding. There's always that. You can see that on Twitter right now. They're blowing up everywhere. But we're also not listening to the genuine, authentic feedback. They're so angry that they're taking it to Twitter. That means there's a hole somewhere, a hole in communication. They're not feeling comfortable. We're not doing a really good job to soothe them. We wanna soothe our students, but if we don't soothe the parents, it doesn't, just nothing works cohesively. It's time to really think about how do we include our parents and what it is that we're doing while we're revamping how our school systems work. Parents want their they want the best for their kids and the best for their kids is not what we're doing right now. Like I mentioned, there's really good pockets of things happening all around the country. But overall, kids are really becoming underprepared for college. They're underprepared for life skills. They don't know how to create a job application. They don't know how to do a resume. There's just a lot of life skills that are missing. And we're not setting up our students for success. And who's going to teach that to them? At what point does a student feel failure? We don't give them authenticity. In the abilities to do that, they'll never thrive. Parents want their students to thrive. We want them to thrive. So I'm asking you as school districts, school leaders, and parents to start inviting your parents in. They're speaking. Are you listening? Once again, thank you so much for joining me on this journey. My name is Lena Saleh, the EdTech Guru. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.